Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. want to remind you that we're going to be live from the warehouse coming up on Friday from 3 to 6, 1967 South, 300 West. The warehouse, uh, the warehouse price is so low, it will blow your mind. We're live at the Dish Professionals, 80th South and State. And joining us now on site, on location, as they say, Television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what's up, Bowler? Guys, good to see you. Good to see you, Bowler. Gordo, again, Jake, you notice that it's always a designer. It's the shirt and the hat always match. Always match. It's a good look. Surprisingly well put together for a man that doesn't dress that well. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. He dresses in the dark. I think someone else helps dress him. <laughs> Is that true, Gordon? No. Lisa Don't does say. not does not no. help help dress you. I think that if I was totally off track, she probably. But uh, but Bowler, she thought goes into it. It's just it's very casual. It's a cash. It's a casual look. Right. No. But it it's like garanimals. Hat matches <laughs> no, shirt. No, 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 hey, remember that? Remember that? <laughs> Bowler, you were nicely put together yourself today. I'm just cash. Yeah. You know, it's it's been spitting rain all day. I'm running errands. I got a wedding first ever coming up this weekend. That's uh, right. Uh, All right. The middleman. Oh, Nick. that's right. And so I've been running some uh, some uh, groom's dad errands today. It's fun. Oh, it's fun. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, this is this is cool. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. This is cool. How, how are you feeling about it? Are you nervous? Are you excited? How well, the four the four guys, my three sons and I, went out last night and just hung for a while. It felt good. We kind of had a couple of toasts and met, told some stories and. You know, it was hard to look at everybody in the eye because I, you know, old dad. You know, oh, I can't, Paul, yeah. you are dead meat. I, I will just you be, are going to I'll fall be a sponge apart. of a sponge of emotion. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, at my wedding, um, which Gordon officiated, by the way, yes, so he can yeah. he can uh, attest to this. I was offended that Polar didn't. Uh, well, I thought your you license had it? been suspended. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I mean, five years later, ah, uh, this is null and void. But I, I cried the uh, whole time where my bride was stone-faced and not, not emotional, uh, yeah. and I just, you know. I thought I'd stand up at my wedding and just, uh, yes, 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 of course, yes. But, man, I could hardly blubber out the words. It was ridiculous. What a bl- I'm a blubber. Nothing wrong with that, my no, friend. It's, yeah, it's part of the emotions of yeah, it. Yeah, it's sentimentality. Hey, uh, did, I, did I hear you when I was driving in that uh, some guy is using his total inheritance on a $5 ticket? Yeah, for his son. Yeah, his, uh, his, uh, his son's inheritance he spent on uh, legal fees for. How much? How much was the total? I missed it. It's like $35,000. On a $5 ticket? Mm-hmm. Just for the oh, fact? Well, it was $125, but it was five miles an hour over the speed limit. Wow. Wow. You go to the mat for something you believe in. Bullet. I guess, you know, he just said, I'm, I'm innocent. I'm not paying you the 125, but I'll pay you 35,000. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, that's Isn't ridiculous. there something wrong with the system where you have to spend 35 grand to fight a speeding <laughs> ticket? I mean, maybe that's what we should be talking about. I mean, about. that I would think that. Well, you know what, though? Not do, I better not take a hit on lawyers because I know a few. But, you know, maybe they saw a good deal and they just milked the old guy. I don't know. I mean, you think the judge would step in and say, look. Come on, guys. Fellas, fellas. Let's make it 75 and call it a day. You know, everybody's good. Uh, Polar. Well, that's really uh, good news. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it, there's nothing in the thing about it is, you know, you do get a little sentimental about these things. But this is a day to celebrate. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's enough. 
hardship in life that uh, those moments are celebrated. I remember Jake's wedding. That was that was a day to celebrate, and everything was perfect except for the officiant was a little off. But uh, he did a good job. I bet the, he did. The yeah. uh, the experience was terrific, and I, you know, I mean, we have enough hard days. Oh yeah, you know, why not celebrate yeah. the good ones? Yeah, I mean, coming up to this point, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, anticipation, uh, a little anticipatory stress, but. When it, and I just said, look, it's all going to work out. In fact, if something funny, if something goes wrong, that's a good story five years down the road. Right. Right? Everybody everyone's, everyone's got a Everyone's got a wedding story, right? Something well, I don't know, Bowler. If you've got anticipatory stress, I say run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Nick. Just kidding, down, buddy. Down the road he goes. <laughs> and he's kid, gone. The kid can still run. <laughs> Runaway groom. Here we go. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Are you going to give a toast? You've been working on a, oh, a toast yeah. at all? Yeah. You know, I think I'm just going to go with my feelings at the time. Uh, I thought I'd noodled some words, but I, I think I'll just go with the moment. I think it's probably I think the that's best way I'll to do it. I'll go with the you moment. You sure you want to trust that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bowler gets up there, just starts crying. Oh, you know, that's, I guess if I did, that's enough said, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Trust yourself. That's that's exciting. It's yeah. a big week in the Bowler Jack household. That's great. Congrats to to everybody involved. Uh, Bowler, let's let's talk. Let's start off talking college football today. What do you yeah. What do you say? Let's get into that a little bit. I know I saw you tweeting over the weekend. Yeah. I know you were watching. My emotions got the best of me. You know, just because I love this game, I, I just thought you know, and what happened last night in Monday Night Football. Oh, the yeah. booth is really where you just can't predict what's going to happen. BYU game, double overtime, same type of scenario. Uh, you know. Tyson, you know, drives in. I mean, and, and have you ever it, seen uh, somebody carry a whole pile? Like no, that? I mean, it went on for half an hour. It's I mean, <laughs> it just kept going and going and going. I thought, wow, but that's the push. That's the beauty of the O line. That's where they get their. That's where their payday comes. Basically, when you can push a pile of players into the end zone, and your and your and your running back just kind of you know puts his hand on somebody's back and just you know goes in for the ride. It's it's that's what they work hard to do. Uh, but I thought, you know, the weekend was was really interesting. You know, uh, Utah, again, a slow start, which I still – I know it's, you know, who they're thinking they're playing, but that's got to change, by the way. In fact, we've got the game replaying <laughs> there we go. Right, right, right behind right, On Nicole the Pac-12 now. network. Gaining momentum as they went. They did. And Huntley, I thought, kind of settled in to, 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 to better, you know, to better playmaking decisions. And I wrote down, you know, you looked at his first game against BYU, 106 yards. He opened things up a bit. I thought, in fact, Utah's offense opened things up a little bit more. With, he they went had for, to. For 214. And they just, didn't just, they just did not depend on Moss to do the job. And I don't think he can just be, you know, a, a 25-plus – 30-carry guy per per game throughout the season. They've got to make sure he's used in the right way. But their defense looks good. They shut out uh, Northern Illinois in the second half and, you know, kind of rolled to an easy win after a rugged start. And then BYU, I thought they made improvements. You know, and what a – I've called many games at Neyland Stadium, man. That is one tough place to play. And that fan base has got to be outraged because of an 0-2 start. That just doesn't happen. I was there when Phil Fulmer was just, you know, on top of the world at that time with, with what the Vols did. National and, championship. And he could do no wrong. T. Martin, that was after Peyton Manning. But, uh, you know, BYU, that was gutty. I, you know, that first four games of the season are, are really rough, and they still got rough games ahead with USC and Washington. But, you know, all both of those are top 25, you know, teams right now. But, uh, hey, if you're a football fan, you have to appreciate what's going on. And even an NFL fan. I thought last night was fun football, too. Bowler, uh, you mentioned uh, Neyland Stadium there. Uh, we saw times where Zach Wilson looked a little 
flustered, mm-hmm. I'd say. How loud is it in it's that insane. place? I, I don't even know. If you're at the end of the end zone, I mean, it's, you, it's, it's inaudible at times. I mean, I think, and again, I'm just going back from my experience from Pac-12, Big 12, SEC. I was in the SEC for 13 years, and I don't know of a stadium in that conference that isn't on the insane uh, level of volume. I mean, Death Valley at LSU is unbelievable. Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, when the Gators were hot and Spurrier was down there, I mean, that's, that's a, a, rug, a rugged place. Uh, even Ole Miss has a, has a, a strange echo to it. And uh, Starkville, Mississippi, Mississippi State. It's great football. It's religion. It is. I mean, you know, you almost other little mini towns pop up throughout the week when you get into town because that little town is actually an RV town. And it's, it's amazing how many 33-footers are rolling around the south on a given Saturday and parking and just making it really a party uh, from really Thursday on. And they start rolling in on a Wednesday night. But it's, it's, so the care factor is high. Yeah, it is. That's what you're saying. And the outrage factor yes. is high when yeah. things go. Is he go, in trouble? Uh, I would, he, he compared the, the, the beginning of the season to the Titanic. He did, yeah. Well, remember how he finished last season as well. They were absolutely embarrassed uh, down the stretch run. And so, obviously, hoping for better things. I thought, again, Tennessee got off to a nice start, played some solid football. But again, it's that collapse on your home field is what really is going to be the, the, the way that fans will react. And I'm sure radio uh, has been a hot, a hot button topic this week. So I've got a question for you. That kick by uh, Jake Oldroyd, when the ball goes directly over the post, is that good? Yes. Yeah, it's that, so, that unimaginary plane like in basketball with the uh-huh. with the hoop. It the you know, and again though, it comes down to if it because you have to think in your mind too. Does it ricochet off? But you still have the the infinity and beyond, like that little buzz yeah. light well, here. Uh, well thank placed. you, thank you. <laughs> infinity and beyond. But you know, that's that's again where the the officials are underneath, and they have to make that 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 decision on. What side of that infinity is it inside it or outside it? And so, if the, if the post had continued on up, do you think that ball would have hit the post? It would have been pretty darn close. It, it was close, yeah. and you don't know if it ricochets in for for you know for a good make or if it goes outside. So, and that's something you'll never know. But um, yeah, it was close, man. I looked at that several <laughs> times, like woo. But it, you know, Those it, folks it, there it, probably pretty upset. Barely snuck that. in, yeah. but it was you know he, he kicked it and. There you go, and then the push, you know, the push into the to the end zone was was unreal. It was a heck of a college football game. Yeah. It was really fun to watch the end of it, and I would imagine going into an experience like that, those those players, and specifically a young quarterback in, in Zach Wilson, they, you've got to really benefit from those scenarios, right? Well, he had two picks against Utah. He didn't throw a pick on the road, by the way, which I thought, you know played a factor, right? I mean, the turnovers will kill you every time. What, what they have, three against Utah? Uh, yep. So, you know, you could see he was a little intimidated, and he should be. Anybody who walks into that stadium is intimidated. I mean, that's just the way it is unless you're a senior in the SEC who's, who's played there multiple times and know what to expect. But first time in that place, the checkerboard end zone, wow. It's, they were dead in the water, Bowler, and then he hit that was a 67-yard throw to Simon. To Mike Simon, yeah. And blown coverage nice on Nice toss. That. It was but, blown coverage, but, but, but he took advantage. Yeah, he took advantage of it. And, uh, you know, that, that game was over. 
and yet they found a way. You, you have to respect that. Well, for Kalani Satanki, you saw his emotion oh, of the was, moment. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if the pressure you – know, we've talked – you guys have talked a lot about future of BYU and as you know, with the money paid out, Gordon, you've written about it and talked about it. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Kalani is a guy that – is probably the perfect the perfect guy at this time for what they want to do unless they decide to go a different direction, right? And they're going to lay out a lot of cash or not if they're going to back up. We had this, you know, this talk about, you know, having a summit last week about what direction really does BYU want to go. And I don't know if that'll ever occur, but for the time being, I think Kalani is the guy that, that it seems to me that the, the players respect. He's kind of a player's coach um, and – that was a big win. Probably kept some heat off of him for sure going 0-2 with two he's, tough ones to come. Because he's behaving like he's under some pressure. Ah, uh, yeah. No I mean, extension, that reaction, am I right? Yeah, yeah, the no extension. I mean, that reaction is somebody – I mean, that's, that's some relief there. Well, Kalani will downplay that publicly. But privately, talk about care factor. Oh. He – Wants it in the worst way. And Had that game not swung that way, and the, you know, look, look what's ahead. Yeah, that wow. would have been heartbreaking. They're home them. games, but they're against teams. USC is coming off the win against Stanford, right? And Washington has uh, been proven over the years, and they've kind of rebuilt things too. Both top twenty-five, as I mentioned, in, in the polls. So uh, that win at least lets you come out of the out of the month one and three. Uh, maybe you go five and you know four, you know two and two, and play five hundred. That would be a major victory. Yes, for it them would. If they were two and two, huge after these victory. Four, yeah. Because then from that, well, that that just uh, if they're good enough to do that, then they're they're good enough to finish strong. And they've got some other tough games too. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Watch BYU go two and two, and then they go to Toledo and get beat. Right, because Toledo's I mean, they're yeah. a good team. And so is Boise State, and oh. so is Utah State, and yeah. so is San Diego State. I mean, yeah. it's not smooth sailing after this first first month by any means. Yeah. But if you can beat USC or Washington, and I know Washington just lost to Cal, but if you can beat you know those two teams or one of those two teams, you can beat anybody left on your schedule, certainly, right? You would think so. I I think the expectations would be absolutely yeah from but fans and administrators. It? But so much goes into all that, the focus. And, uh, you know, I mean, remember last year BYU goes and beats Wisconsin, and then they came back, and I think did they have McNeese State after that. But yeah. then they got blown off the field by Washington. And so, I mean, yeah, you have a big win, but what's it mean the next week? Yeah, you might have a little more bounce in your step during practice, but you, you've got to be ready to go. And the cliche, everybody says uh, take it one game at a time, but that is the truest cliche I've ever heard. Well, I think the other part of this, too, is that uh, the pressure now lies on Kalani, Sataki, and his staff to continue the momentum. Don't let this team lose focus or think that, look, we pulled off this great road win in SEC country with a team that is struggling with a, with a second-year coach. Uh, and so I think, it's, I think it's up to the coaching staff to remember, look, guys, we've got a, uh, two weeks of hell ahead and you've got to come out and not make mistakes. If you do, then you've got big, you got struggles as they, as they did against Utah. I watched the entirety of that Stanford USC game. Cause I wanted to see what both BYU and Utah were up against the next two weeks. And that Slovis kid, man, he played lights out. Bowler. I liked we, him. We I watched the game earlier, as well. Yeah, I did. I wrote a column about him. Uh, he was not highly recruited. He's 18 years old. He had to send out the video of himself to. I love the story, to, though, right? Uh, that's a, kid, a good story. Yeah, that's, that's Oregon what, State was the only other Pac 12 yeah. team that recruited him, Bowler. Uh, it was, uh, this is a kid who steps out of 
well, I won't say nowhere. His high school offensive coordinator was Kurt Warner. So, I mean, there's some good instruction going on there. But, man, I watched that game, and I thought, this is a cool customer for an 18-year-old kid. Little Kurt Warner uh, maybe rubbed off on him on how to handle himself, but putting his tape out, wanting to play at that level takes a lot of guts. And I think at a quarterback, you have to have that. You have to have that uh, above, above and beyond confidence that sometimes borders on cocky, but that's what it takes to play that level at that position. The Trojan center said that when Slovis hit that 39-yard touchdown pass, by the way, the, the Trojans were, were trailing by 14 at that point. So, I mean, there's some pressure building. He drops that thing down to uh, – who was it who caught that? One, anyway, one of their great receivers. And, uh, and the center for the Trojans said at that moment, he said, his quote was, I turned around and said, dang, this <laughs> – Dang. Dang. That's what Dang. he said. Word for word? Uh, well, that's what he said. So, uh, D-A-N-G. That's what he, uh, Dang. Dang. So, uh, so, anyway, and then he said fetch. Uh, he did. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is something that's a, a development that makes – the game this Saturday and the game following Friday that much you more know, interesting. You know, real quick, you guys said something, as I heard, too, coming in about for what Utah needs to do with Idaho State then at USC. And I'm thinking, too, that Kyle's smart enough, and I think fans must think this as well, and maybe, again, Kyle would deny this in public, but another set of coaches or some – and I've been around coaches in when I've called games – and they always won't tell you, but yes, they have to look ahead a week, especially. And again, Idaho State is what it is, okay? But when you're looking at at a road game at USC at the the, the Coliseum, then you you've got to be prepping a little bit. In fact, a lot right now. Right, Polar. Let's just be honest. That has to be underway. Every Utah player could have a nail driven into one of his feet, and and Utah would win that game. Brace yourself, Bowler. Uh, Gordon did this for about 15 minutes to start the show. A nail driven into their foot, and they would win, each player. They could have a 15-pound anchor attached to everyone's ankle and have to drag that with them. You know what every Ute fan is saying right now? Win. Don't don't even say it. It's true. Idaho State. Come on. What are they playing this game? Can for? I use a cliche? Yes. One game at a time, right? You said <laughs> mine is on any given Saturday. Anybody can beat anybody. Not Idaho State. Okay. Not the Bengals. <laughs> oh, that boy. thing I said about the true cliche. You know what? If anybody's listening, week. then that's 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 bulletin board fodder for oh, them. Well, they can have uh, that guy down in Salt Lake is you, talking about you, nails and anchors. You, you could offer. Every one of the Bengal players, $50 million if they were win this game, and they're going to lose by three touchdowns at least. $50 million bucks? $50 mil, huh? Because that might encourage some, you know, extracurricular stuff before the game, if you know what you know. Like, all of a sudden, the whole team's poison, that sort of thing. Come out of your inheritance. Yeah, good point. Huh? Is that coming out of the inheritance? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you, there is a, you could make every Ute player wear clown shoes. <laughs> and the Utes are winning that game. I by can't four see Zach shots. wearing was, I can't Zach see Moss no. wearing clown shoes. You could shoes? put a no. bozo nose on <laughs> no. every one of them. I can't I can't, I can't see that either. No. I'll tell you what Zach Moss is gonna want to do. He's gonna want to run for two hundred yards. You saw him pop up on a Heisman watch list today. Uh huh. One eighty seven and eighty. So yeah, another one fifty two hundred yard game. Ooh. Well, eighty what, was a little shy for him. 
He needs to prop that number up a little bit more. Well, we talked about it. Can he do it in clown shoes? That's what I want to know. <laughs> if he's got some spikes on there. Okay. Then he can kill the spikes. He can just, he's got big old clown shoes. That's all. The Utes are going to win this game by five touchdowns. Wow, he it was three moments up. ago. Yeah, no, right. only, only with the clown shoes and the uh, and the ball and chain attached. But unimpeded, you gonna... could the Utes could have to carry like chicken fights, carry one of their teammates <laughs> on their back, and they're still beating Idaho like, State, like the game in the pool. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, Bradley and I would have to carry Lucky Foto on his back, and they're still going to beat these guys. Mm. And Foto go, goes 335. He's a big boy. Yeah. It is true. 335 on a good day. <laughs> All right, coming up, uh, we are live at the Dish Professionals, 80th South of State. Coming up, the Jazz are making a a major rule change. How about that? And we'll get, uh, we'll get Bowler's thoughts mm. on that right around the corner. We'll also continue to talk some college football and maybe get his thoughts on the NFL as well. But joining us now, of course, our good friend Ryan from the Dish Professionals. Drop him by and see us, 80 South and State, or simply give him a call, 801-424-DISH. And it's been fun playing with all the gear sitting here in the lobby today, Ryan. It is cool. And, uh, you know, we want to just uh, get the cool stuff for everybody else. Uh, this is uh, the best equipment and uh, so happy that I am a dish retailer right now and I'm able to uh, hook people up with uh, such a, an amazing upgrade for free. And you know, bowlers here, but uh, the, the equipment makes it extremely easy to consume jazz games and record the entire schedule and know where those games are at all times. Yeah, no more. We don't get those phone calls. Uh, you know, 17 years in business, we used to get uh, every night there was a jazz game. We would get dozens of phone calls. Hey, what channel is it on? What channel is it on? And now uh, you just say Utah Jazz to the remote, and boom, it's up. It's super easy. Uh, the, uh, the, the simplistic uh, easiness of this receiver truly, you know, it fits. It fits the older generation uh, probably the best because it's just easy. My, uh, my mom at one point had asked uh, about changing, and I'm like, uh, she's in her 80s. I'm like, no, you want to stay with Dish. It's the easiest thing out there. And uh, when the new voice remote came out, I, I gave her both. Cause so I didn't want her to take away her old remote, so I hooked up the other remote, and uh, uh, I was worried that she wouldn't switch. And she's oh, yeah, she just picks up the remote, and took says right what to she it. Wants. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, awesome. This is, this is so so easy to operate, and uh, you know, for those of those people out there that uh, you know enjoy the technology and enjoy uh, having something that's simple, you know, Dish has really gone out of their way uh, to make the best uh, service and the best. Uh, um, the best pricing, and it's uh, it's such a great promotion we have. 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH, or come see it, try it out for yourself, 80th South and State, and save money. I mean, maybe that's the bottom line, where folks can yeah. upgrade everything and save a bunch of money. We're seeing uh, tons of people at uh, 50 dollars uh, had a $77 a month savings today, and uh, – you know, I had one customer that uh, blew my mind at $150. But, you know, if you're, if you're unhappy with that current provider, you know, there's a possibility that ESPN might go down on, uh, on one of the providers. And, mm. you know, those, that could be super frustrating. So, uh, you know, pick up the phone and call us. We'll uh, get you the two-year promotion, two years worth of credits. Uh, we have the additional $240 in credits that we'll throw in, which is better than that $200 gift yeah, card. Yeah, that's awesome. Had. And uh, you get the NFL Red Zone. Uh, we'll do the install for free. We flat out guarantee it. You'll get the best price with us. 
Uh, if you get a flyer or a marketing piece in the mail, uh, call us with that. Don't call the 800 number, and uh, we'll get you set up with that and uh, also set you up with dinner with another great local company, JCW's. It's that easy. 801-424-DISH or simply come down and try it out in person. Ryan, you're the best. Thanks, guys. All right, more Live from the Dish Professionals coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go, Ooh, Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Craig Bowler, Jack hanging out, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our friends at Syringa, Verizon, and XO customers. If you were recently notified that some of your telecommunications services are no longer going to be supported, contact Syringa Networks, Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call today, 385-420-8221. That number again, 385-420-8221 at Syringa. Networks. Who was that uh, total request going out to there, Austin? That'd be uh, one, this person, I think his name is Hans Olsen. Ah, Hans wanted a little crackling Rosie, I asked because I there go. was a little suspicious. Got Although, a, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was, uh, there, that song did not come out when Hans was in high school. No, no, like to, no, no, no. No, it did not. God, but, uh, here's a guy who we might be able to relate to, Bowler. He uh, suggested his high school songs, Pink Floyd, Sticks, and Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's going back. Uh, Bare naked ladies aren't quite that old. That's more my that's yeah, more that's my high true. school era. That's true. Uh, I don't know. All right, My Chemical Romance. There you go. So keep them coming at Jake Scott's own at Gordon Monson at Austin Horton. Fifty Cent in the club. <laughs> that, Fifty Cent. That was a little younger than me, but maybe we'll have to hit that too. Uh. Uh, Bowler, the Jazz are going to allow headbands now. How about that uh, news coming down today? Mike Conley's going to be able to wear his headband. Going to wear the headband, but they did uh, make sure that the uh, ninja style is not uh, is not in style. Yeah, the NBA said no on no that. How, that. That's so dumb. I thought those were cool. So yeah, the little uh, little uh, you know you tie it in the back and kind of look. It kind of makes you look a little tougher. Jimmy Butler liked that look, didn't he? The, uh, the 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 Karate Kid look that Daniel uh, what's sure, his last name? I'm not name? sure. I, I'm not sure. I agree with that. I, I don't. I don't think that's necessarily uh, the best look. Just well, look personally. at you, Mister Fashion what, Critic. The, you don't like the ninja with the the, with the, the tie? tie in the back and then a couple of trailer tails on the well, back. It's just kind of unnecessary, isn't it? Because what, what are you talking about? Well, you you can have a sweatband without without the thing in the back. So it gets the job done. Isn't that what you want? Mm. Remember Jim McMahon with the headbands with the messages? Oh, he's talking there? to Roselle all the time. Yeah. Yeah, he was all had a message for Roselle. Well, look, I'll tell you what. Jerry Sloan would say, let's just wear our uniforms, make sure the shoes and the socks match. If not, go to the locker room and but change it. But there's a it. functionality to it. See, that's why I never really understood that uh, out uh, of Jerry. Because, you know, keeping the sweat out of your eyes could be a... Uh, Advantageous. Well, you're supposed to have the wristband where you can just wipe it across your <laughs> eyebrow and be fine, like Carl Malone did. 
Does anybody wear those wristbands anymore? Oh, yeah. I think so. I think they still do. Well, I now mean, you got guys with the sleeves. The and, sleeves, yeah. the stretchy pants, you know, the compression pants, all that mm. stuff. I mean, mm. wow. I mean, the, the, the game has changed. You could wear short shorts and nobody even know it because well, you've got the compression you know, but, pants. Well, it's one thing to wear something that's just a style thing. It's another thing to wear something that does actually help you play better. Now, in the old days, I know, Jake, this is where the big show or would go. We would, we would go, yes. We'd go right now to the phone and just a quick insta poll. That's what we would do, but we can't do that. <laughs> but I, I don't know where fans are with this. Not. I'm not sure if, uh, if the fans dig the headband or could care less as long as a team wins, as long as you score. Do they I care if Conley comes it down so. and changes the entire way the Jazz franchise has kind of approached uh, the uniform code, and he'll change it all by himself. Apparently, he is doing exactly that. Yes, because that's yes. the reason. Isn't that the reason they're doing this? Uh, yes. Or is this a remarkable coincidence? Well, I think Quinn did. Am I right in the in the quote? Quinn says, "I may wear one myself." He did. I mean, that's that's pretty <laughs> clever. In, in all honesty, I I think it's there's been a, a change in the way things are viewed because I, I get it. Back in Jerry's day, you're separating yourself from the rest of your team, and it's about it's about the team unity and that message. But it seems like in sports, things have gone much more toward the player. Where if if you can give a player a little convenience or something to make them happy or something along those lines, then you do it like I um, who was it Brent guy who was the coach at Utah State before Gary the first time I think so. he took everybody's name off the back of the jersey and he said oh, we're not about the name on the back of the jersey we're about the logo on the front or whatever the cliche is Gary Anderson got up there and he said no that's stupid I want if my players do something right I want them to have individual recognition that's something we're going to sell up here you can get the didn't, attention. didn't Bronco approach that as well he that did. It was going to be th- uh, about uh, honor, spirit, honor, spirit, honor, and tradition, uh, yeah, or yeah, something like that. And yeah. that was a disaster. You know, sometimes I know I've I've, I've been around coaches who have uh, actually taken names off the, the their player, and then they earn it back. Bronco did that at Virginia. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, the, the 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 name is off until you earn it. But why? Why do you have to earn your name? That's a way of motivating. Yeah, but it right. seems to me like uh, if you have the name on the back of your jersey, what is that going to do? It's going to motivate you because you're representing your family. And so you don't want to go out there and play like a dog when you got your name on your back. It seems like that's I think through my experience, coaches have tried every motivational tactic possible to try to fuel motivation and win my thought is this if you don't if you're on the field and playing you should have the motivation because that's what you like to do yeah. Yeah. but maybe sometimes you've got to motivate others who really are there because of size and they were told to play i mean i've run into cross players that way as too i look i'm a big guy Ostertag comes to mind god love him mm-hmm. personality plus but yet again when you're seven one you're supposed to be a big man to play in the in the league right and he or came college. on our show and said uh, how much he regretted yeah his attitude during his playing days which i thought was uh, a real moment remember of, the call uh, when he said hey jerry i want to come to camp who's camp remember that line from sloan yeah he, he wanted to make a comeback uh, <laughs> not here <laughs> not here well, well carmelone called him a yeah, yeah, it did indeed. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, um, there there was a story out there today. Ennis Cantor, I think, did a, I think he did Howard Beck's podcast actually. But he talked about how players in the NBA they all talk to each other, and he was talking about the Knicks and how nobody wants to play for Dolan, and they that's that's the reputation. the The last thing that the the Jazz want is players to be talking to each other. Oh, why would you go play for them? They won't even let you wear a headband. Yeah, yeah. Good, great you point. You know, like those you know, little things matter. You know where days. I think it really started with the league finally after, uh, I'm not sure if this happened in Stearns uh, after his absence, uh, after he left, 
but I thought that they gave players a personality with their shoes. And that's kind of where this has started, where their own personality each and every night uh, will is able to be expressed. It's a moneymaker, too. Well, it's a huge moneymaker, absolutely. You see those on your feet when you're playing. But, you know, there, was, uh, there were rigid rules at that time that have been relaxed. Remember Carl had the blinking light and they, got, they took that? L.A. Back. Gear yeah. had the blinking light. The and catapult? They, yeah. They was said, that what it's oh, called? It was a catapult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, Carl had blinking lights said, on his LA Gear tennis shoes. On the yeah. blinking lights, man. Yeah, can't do that. So the <laughs> so the lights are out, but the colors are in, right? I mean, look how vivid the colors are. Yeah, uh, well, with the shoe. Mitchell. I mean, wow, he's got all kinds of stuff. What is this that Spider uh, Spider Man theme? Spider Mitchell. Yeah. You know, but it's the Spider-Man color. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what's funny? I just saw this. I, I follow some some jazz fan accounts on uh, on Twitter, and they're talking about this headband thing. And look at the uh, look at the GIF that they tweeted out. <laughs> oh boy! Bowler and Harpering well, in their headbands. When we were doing Fit Night. Yep. And is that a shake weight? That, it was a uh, shake weight. I'm glad Harpering has that, not me. But yes, <laughs> I was wondering what was going on. Yeah. There. Harpering rocking the shake weight. It's funny. Yeah. We're just talking about this. It was Fit Night and headbands. Yeah. And uh, here we are today talking about headbands. Connie's so, yeah. going to bring it in. Who else maybe joins him? That will be maybe the the most interesting part of it all. Who else joins Conley as a headband? At Davis? Well, to, to me, it's like wearing shoes. I mean, it's, there's functionality to it. It's not, I mean, it helps you play better because it keeps the sweat out of your eyes. I mean, what, what now, is, now, Gordon, what when is you're so radical about Stockton that? Stockton never sweat, though. Never. So not never, once, never, not a drop. Never, dro- <laughs> never drop. You know, I'll be honest, this is crazy for me to say this, but we got to, if anybody wants to, uh, to tweet this to you two, who was the biggest sweater you ever saw in the NBA? The first guy that comes to mind. Just just tweet it right now to to, to, to Gordo and Jake. Well, the biggest sweater in college basketball was Rick Majerus. Even with that sweater on. The sweater. Well, the sweater. The sweater. Yeah. Yeah. But it's oh, Patrick Ewing. Ewing. I was about oh, to say yeah. the same thing. I used to watch. Yeah. I thought, please help this man. Yeah. He's losing more water than he can replace. <laughs> he got lathered up. Oh, I he? couldn't believe how much came off of him. When they did a, sh- a close-up of him at the free throw line, and he had he had double, <laughs> triple sweat bands up on his wrist, wiping away. I mean, that guy let it go. Wow. That just tells he's working, you know? Oh, I don't know. I've I've got some buddies that don't have to do a whole lot of work to be heavy sweaters. <laughs> I mean, you, you step you outside those, and you yeah. yeah have you got those friends is, who get up out of their chair and it's like, woo. <laughs> you're saying, so you're saying if you sit under the basket in those seats, you, know, you might have to wear a raincoat. Good, good. Maybe Mike's doing everybody a favor. I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I think the bottom line is that this is probably something that the Jazz needed to move away from. I know it became kind of tradition, but this sort of thing, if a player wants to wear a headband, yeah. let him wear it. Look at the excitement that was generated last year when Joe Ingles got cut and they wrapped him with a gauzed headband. And then he hit a shot and, you know, he went like that. Headband Joe is born. And, he, you know, I mean, maybe Joe, Jingle and Joe wears headband. Maybe he, come, he becomes headband Joe with, I was, with I was Mike looking Conley. for the fife and drum there for a while. <laughs> I know. He'd have to keep the gods, right? <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah, he'd have to keep the gods. Get a little red magic marker just up there, you know, just uh-huh. a little bit of a, like a little bit of a, a wound. Right. Yeah, above his eye. I like it. But you know what? It's probably going to be available very soon in the uh, the jazz and store uh, headbands. 
See, there you go. It's always about making that making that cash. Even they should just do a headband that looks like gauze. Yeah? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, the, the white, but it has the gauze look to it. I think it's a good idea. Okay, I'm glad you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to remind you to listen tomorrow on a Win Ticket Wednesday for your chance to win tickets to Godsmack. <laughs> They're hitting the road this fall with special guest Hailstorm. Your chance to rock with them live is Wednesday, October 9th at USANA Amphitheater. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. More with Bowler coming up More next. More Hero Joe Ingles. Live at the Dish Bros, 80 South and State, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Tyson Williams is the face of the BYU offense. That's not a slight to Zach Wilson. I think he'll still have a great year, but that dude carrying the rock with some of the key grinding yards that he's able to get, that's a really big deal, man. I don't think Tyson Williams is Zach Moss by any means, but he's a dang good back to just have a guy be able to go out there and give you the yards you need time after time and be so steady in that way. What a great get for that program. I thought in that game against Tennessee, the familiarity with playing in such big stadiums and big moments in front of hostile crowds doesn't bother him. You could just kind of tell that he is an experienced, mature back who never really got the opportunity he deserved elsewhere, and now that he's with BYU, it's really starting to shine. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 12.80 Zone, live in the Dish Professionals, 80 South and State Street. Craig Bowler, Jack, hanging out with us as he does each and every Tuesday. Uh, did you guys see some of the comments Kevin Durant made to the Wall Street Journal? Uh, talking about, amongst other things, that he gets tired of the politics and the NBA and that sort of thing. But uh, really going scorched earth on the thunder. And we don't need to read through the entire quotes, but saying he didn't like the way he was treated when he went back there. And he had had some plans about maybe reconnecting with the franchise at some point, but now doesn't want to do that. Let me ask you this. Why don't, why don't NBA players understand that if they leave fan bases, take it personally, whether it's right or not, people view it as a personal rejection. I I never understood why athletes go, wait, wait, you loved me yesterday, but today not so much. Why is that? Uh, That's a great question. It's a great psychological or psychology paper, I think, because it's always intrigued me. Um, And all of us have been in this business for quite a while, and I just stand back, and you'll hear an athlete explain it's a business, and we ought to all understand it to be that. But in reality, guys, it isn't. I mean, it's the fan fanaticism. That's what it's about. I mean, that's what drives it. And you can always ask what's first, the, the, the arena, the player. Would, there, would, there be, would there be an arena without the players? But would there be ownership groups without, you know, the talent that these guys bring to the floor and, and women as well? But I understand. I mean, Gordo, you know, it's I've been a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs all my life. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't try to get – I'm not outraged. 
with some things that go on. But some some people live and die by what goes on. And, the, and with the Utah Jazz, with Brigham Young University, with Utah and Utah State and Weber State, and, and on and on and on we go. It's not a normal business deal because if it were, people wouldn't be fanatical for it. Right, right. That's what makes it such a great business. Well, it represents city. It represents families. It represents tradition that's handed down from generation to generation. Season tickets are are held in families, in family trusts. And and so for Kevin Durant, (laughs) Bowler, not to understand that there are people out there who buy season tickets at great expense to them. It takes up a, a, a chunk of their annual income. They do it because they love it, but they do it also because of the unifying factor in the community. And they they sacrifice to come to these games. Now, when they do that, and and then he's surprised when, when a player walks away from a fan base, I, I, that, that just blows my mind that he can't wrap his mind around. You know, Durant, for me, was brilliant in his acceptance speech at OKC when he won the MVP. Thanking his mom. and I mean, I thought it was about as good a speech as you could ever mm-hmm. imagine. From the heart, I don't know what happened between then and then the, the, the departure and then the Golden State issue, and then of course he did come out and say, "Look, no one's at fault. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm moving on." And probably the Warriors took a deep breath of thanks, and now Brooklyn's gonna have to wait and see if he regains the status he once, you know, had in this league. But his whole story intrigues me because I've seen it. I've seen a personality change. Oh, big time! Or, or sh- you know, and shift. A lack of self awareness. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's moving to the West Coast. If it was leaving, you know, the Midwest and. Because, look, in those cities, and growing up in Kansas City, the Chiefs and Royals are everything. In Oklahoma City, that's it. you got OU and Oklahoma State in football, of course, and basketball. But Oklahoma City is in the middle, the centerpiece of that state and, and the thunder. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of maybe anxious to see what happens with that franchise with Westbrook and Durant. The days, they had a powerhouse. They, 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 they drafted did. a powerhouse team. They got one from Seattle with Durant, who came in. Not sure how if they'll survive. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, you know, what was, and again, the fans will trickle away. Some fast rate, some slow rate. And maybe this year is one of those that we'll see. But Do you think it's because he feels criticism? Uh, even though he's a great player, do you think he is offended by some of the reactions of people and then, you know, it's on? Yeah. You know, like, think, okay, you don't like me, I don't like you. I like you. you. I think you're spot on. I think there are athletes who get uh, angry. Some just let it slide off their back. I don't know how Hayward will, will feel. As the years go on and on, if he'll ever want to reconnect, D. Will reconnected some ways and wanted to, which I do applaud because it took guts to to, to say, I want to meet with Jerry. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a gutty decision by the franchise and also by D. Will to do so. And for and for Jerry, who, um, you know, was at a point in his in his time, where it, there wasn't a lot of time for him to really maybe understand Darren and what he wanted to do to where he is today. So, um yeah, I, it, it does intrigue me, guys. 
I know it does you too. I mean, it's it's some guys understand and love the fans and embrace them. And you know what? Ricky Rubio leaves this city still as a fan a fan favorite after just two short years with this franchise. Jay Crowder too. And Jay Crowder. There's yep. a love affair. It's how you treat the fans and how you also leave and how you also continue on Twitter now to even praise the franchise of thanks and, and how we, you know, as a team. You know, Hayward's biggest mistake, I think he'll look back, is the way he departed this franchise yep. and this city and this fan People base. still think it stems from earlier experiences here in Utah that somewhere along the way he disconnected. Yes, wasn't treated at the high level that he thought he deserved and yet had not proven himself, had not gained all-star status, and the Jazz were waiting him to, to grow into that. Yeah, and it was a Buick that turned into a... Somebody wrote a column about that. Yeah, but, but he did improve. He made himself better. And and he deserves credit for that. Absolutely. But the fact that he did, if he doesn't understand why the fan base here was deeply disappointed by the way he strung the city and the franchise along. The way you, want a, you want a lesson? Read what Mike Conley said to Memphis. His farewell to that city. He'll, he'll ever he'll forever be embraced. I mean, of course, he yeah. grew up there. He was traded. But yes, but he also could have been. You know. It depends. You could get ugly even if you're traded. I mean, you know, yeah. but I, I thought that he left with grace and he entered Utah with uh, positivity. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, what do the fan base do here all of a sudden? They well, embrace Conley the because he's going to play with Mitchell and make a combo in the backcourt that could be one of the most impressive in the West, and not, if not beyond. We'll see. Yeah, Anthony Davis was traded, and I don't think he's all that popular over there in, in New Orleans anymore. So, True. you know, he, he, forced, yeah, but, he yeah. forces the trade. Right. He made that. All right. We're live at the Dish Professionals. We've been hanging out all day with our good friend Ryan, and he joins us once again. Give him a call, 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH, or simply come down and uh, let uh, let Ryan show off for you. There's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, let, let me blow your mind for sure. That's uh, that's what we like to do is to, to show off what we can do. All right, so I'm I'm holding a, a list of 17 things that you can get with the Dish Network that you can't get anywhere else. What is number one important? Because because any one of these 17 could be more important to to people Different than others, people. right? Yeah. D- depending on your priority. Well, what about you, Ryan? Because you you know a lot about this stuff. I've been doing it for a long time. What what is your favorite? Um, well, my my all time favorite up until the voice remote was the remote locator. I think that. Uh, uh, pretty that's, key. That's pretty pretty cool. Um, you know, my boys, uh, they they'll get in uh, little fights on who wants the TV, and they'll take the remote and hide it and bury it in the couch, and and uh, those can get kind of frustrating when you want to go watch, and it has that uh, locate remote. But can you get that on your keys? <laughs> That'd be nice. Then <laughs> they used to have that beeper thing you can make your phone <laughs> keys beep or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, the voice remote, it's. It's second to none. This thing is uh, every day. It amazes me more and more. And you know, we've got home automation now with the uh, uh, the Nest thermostat. That's completely integrated. You can dim the lights. You can add your shopping list. Um, but in the TV world, really, searching on older platforms was the go to the search, wait and wait and wait, and then it comes up, and then you go and you up arrow and down arrow with dish you just say what you want and it's on it makes it so simple um it's it's not even hard when the channels are different places because if you're looking for espn you just say espn if you're looking for the pac-12 network it's just gonna you just speak into the remote you can even say lines and movies so there's just so many cool things that uh, dish can offer that uh, nobody else can offer and we've got a killer promotion 
So wait a second. So if you say, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, Gone with the Wind comes up? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. First curse word in any movie, right? There you go. Yes. Gone with the Wind. There it is. Wow. That is, that's really cool. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, be, how do you, uh, how, uh, what's the best way to carve a watermelon? It'll bring up a YouTube video <laughs> and, and it just puts it on your TV. And, you know, this is the, the world of technology and, uh, you know, Dish has done so much and it's, uh, this promotion, it's just, uh, you get a Google assistant in every room of your house. When you sign up, that should be just the promotion. Cause that's pretty cool all by itself, but two year price guarantee, um, you get uh, the additional $240 in credits, which is better than the $200 gift card. Plus, you get the NFL Red Zone, my opinion, the best football channel ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get that free for the season. Uh, we'll do the install, um, We and we guarantee you'll get the best price. We are the premier retailer for Dish. We're the showroom for Dish in Salt Lake. Uh, the prices you get from us are the best. And if you ever get a flyer or a mailer, you just call us up. Give us all that information. We'll dial you up with that, plus dinner at JCW's. All right, 801-424-DISH, or uh, would highly recommend stopping by the showroom, 80th South and State, and experiencing it for yourself. Ryan, you're the best. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks, guys. All right, more of the big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Craig Bowler, Jack hanging out live with the Dish Professionals. And we want to say a big thanks to the Dish Pros, 80th South and State. You can also call them 801-424-DISH for being gracious hosts. Also want to thank uh, everybody who uh, participated in our Total Request Tuesday songs that remind you of high school. Bowler, give us a, give us a song oh. that reminds you of high school. Well, this is going to date me to the nth degree. Okay. The first thing that hit my mind was the first uh, prom I went to. And they're playing the group uh, Bread. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. That was a slow dance song. And I was very, uh, I'll be honest, man. I was like scared to death of slow dance prom song night my sophomore year, honestly. And then, of course, the teachers back in those days. Gordo, you can relate because you're even older than I am. Uh, okay, let's <laughs> let's keep some distance now, kids. Let's Are they some, monitor that Let's close? keep some distance now. Why? Were you digging in? I was trying, you know, doing my best. <laughs> yeah, who, what sophomore uh, is it, you know, trying to, What's to slow dance? You know? But yeah, I don't know what the song was, but I remember the was girl. If probably they were they were swooning over the over bread. If anybody David wants to go Gates. back, yeah, well, who, go you look at it and listen to a couple of songs. That's some good songs, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was slow dance music. Yeah. Baby, baby, I'm I want you. Maybe that was was it. that was that was that a bread song or probably. Was that somebody else? Is that bread? I know I'm that not, song. I'm not sure. Austin, is that bread? Yeah. Or is that great? Uh, huh? <laughs> oh, uh, that was 40 years before my time. <laughs> uh, well, oh, yeah, that's bread. That's bread, yeah. Prom. All yeah, right, bread. it is Okay, bread. good. So, yeah. there you go. Then, of course, Foghat comes to mind. You know, <laughs> love Foghat. Foghat still today. <laughs> I think they played out in Wendover last uh, fall. I've, I've seen them out of Wendover. It was uh, not last dun, fall. Dun, 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 Fool for the City. Come on. First album I ever bought. Sing along, Bowler. Food for the city. No, this song. <laughs> Baby, I'm a want you. Baby, I need you. <laughs> this is Bowler. He's what was her name? I can't say. Her first name, not her last name. Robin. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that's not her name. 
But who are you? You're 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 dancing with her, you know, and yeah, yeah. and uh, you got your arms around her, and you're 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 pl- you're playing her spine like a saxophone, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I have never heard planer. I've never heard that. I've either. never heard that. I'm so uncomfortable. Right oh, now, I don't though. know where to go. No, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Jeez, Gordon, you're whispering in her ear, sweet nothings. Let's listen to Fog Hat. Uh, okay. Jake, is it time to go? Yeah, it's time to go. Let's let Slow Ride take us out, shall we? Big thanks to the Dish Pros for hosting us. Thanks to Bowler for jumping on with us as usual. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Kenny G.